Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Well, I think I should start this podcast off by asking you how you are, because you've got <laughs> so much going on at the moment. How are you? Do you know what? I'm actually all right. I think we spoke, we've sort of spoken about this off the recording. Um, there is loads going on. There's loads going on anyway in life in general. And then you throw like something like a really sick family member into the mix. And there's so much because, yes, my granddad's really old. Yes, he's been sick for a long time. But it's it's a lot on the family. Like my mum goes to the hospital every day, so I'm trying to support her. I went to see him and I don't know if you've ever seen anybody like literally like Mm. at the end of their life. And it is awful. Like it's actually Mm -hmm. awful. Just makes you start thinking a lot about life and what the hell am I doing getting stressed about all of this other stuff. I don't know. I'm actually, I am actually okay because... I'm quite rational and yeah. you know, I I kind of see it as, you know, this is like the circle of life. But um, it's never nice. No, it's not nice. And it's also, it's not nice for lots of reasons. Firstly, watching your mum have to go be there to say goodbye to her dad. That's horrendous to witness, you know, because at the end of the day, even though she's your mum, she's just a girl who's going to lose her dad. Exactly. So that's, really, that's really full on. And then, you know, for you, your your life with him as, as like an amazing granddad, it's like, mm. you know, having to say goodbye to a parent of that child generation it's really sad yeah it is it's just it is just really sad and then you start to think like it sounds like not morbid but anyone listening this might be a bit like heavy but he's sort of asking like his last wishes and you're like oh my god and it's like I want to eat fish and drink red wine I want to watch the sunset (laughs) and you know you're like oh my god you're literally putting life into perspective now like Mm. these are all things I would just take for granted I think we should all take a leaf out of your granddad's book eat fish and drink red wine and watch the sunset every single day how are you you gorgeous how am I yeah I'm all right I feel like hopefully we won't be starting this podcast by moaning but I I'm just not that well I just don't seem to be able to to get well and I and I think it's because my body clock is so shocked with the early start so obviously I, I had this that horrible bug and then I was like oh I feel great now but now I've got this sinus problem where I've got these it's not it's not nice but on my septum I've got like these ulcers they're like really painful sores on the inside of my nose so I'm actually going to speak to the doctor today because 
it's not right. And I've been trying to fight it off for the last 10 days. I don't feel bad in myself, but obviously my nose and my sinuses are excruciating. So even just touching them here on the side. So that's not great. So I think I probably need some antibiotics because I was reading about it and apparently you can get it from like a nose trauma. It did headbutt me and then you get a little cut. It and then they cause an infection. Oh no. But maybe well, it's that. Kit. So it's all Kit's fault. It's Kit's fault. Kit, um, stop headbutting your mum, please. <laughs> Apart from that, I'm great. Um, the kids are, I'm going to throw it out there, they are bored of being at home. They, I actually think they need to get back to school ASAP. I think the summer holidays are way too long. Obviously, Come on are, and open back up. I'd <laughs> lovely for the teachers to have a rest. But my kids, I have lost complete control of, of Kit. He basically does not give a shit anymore. You know, like I, I'll ask him to do the simplest of tasks and he just either laughs in my face or shouts no at me. The other day he was like, I'm the boss of you and I was like you're not the boss of me I was like I'm the boss of you and I said I'll take away all your toys and he goes I'll just take them back from you then and then just laughed in my face and I thought oh shit I know don't when the threats don't land that's when you start thinking fuck what am I going to do here I remember a similar thing with Axel saying right I'm going to take away your toys and he'd go okay cool which ones like (laughs) before before we get into this like which ones are you going to take away and then I can like work out whether I'm going to listen to you or not I think it's all normal though like it really is do you know what I was with a friend at the weekend I went to stay with her in Norfolk and um, she was like, why do my kids have meltdowns? Like no one else's kids do. And then we went off on our own, um, like shopping and stuff. And I was pointing out all of the kids having meltdowns. And I was like, see, you just don't notice other people's kids doing these things. Like you, yeah. you probably don't notice like other kids ignoring their parents. And they do. They all do. Yes, you're right. It would be nice if people could just send us a message and say, my kids do the same thing. My kids do the same thing. Um, Because it, it is really, really overwhelming, like the nose. And I feel like um, I also get back from work and I, in my head, I want to have this amazing sort of, you know, wonderful afternoon where we're all in the garden. Everyone's laughing like a scene from a film. And in reality, you know, we're screaming at each other and I'm having to send the, the kids to bed early because they're behaving like little SH1Ts. But that, that happens, right? I was just going to say that I think we, you know, we've actually had quite a few messages from people saying, I really want to enjoy the school holidays. I really want to, or I really want to enjoy this day out with the kids. And I wake up and I think, God, this is going to be like such a great day. And then the reality is it's actually not. And everyone's having a meltdown and you think, well, why have I even bothered? And yeah, I I think there are going to be those days. And I don't, I, I hate saying, oh, lower your expectations because actually sometimes you can have an amazing day and it can all go to plan. But I think what we have to remember is it's out of our control. Like it is out of our control. We wake up in bad mood some days. Sometimes things don't go right for us. Same, same with kids. Mm-hmm. Like I think you're just going to have to, yeah, I think you just just have to know it's not your fault. You have to rock and roll it. You do have to rock. Not your it. fault. I think, I, think it's be, I think it's combined with the fact that because I'm on these early shifts, I'm having to leave at five you know, quarter to five in the morning. And as far as Luna's concerned, that's me leaving in the middle of the night. I think I might have mentioned this before. All she says to me on repeat is, are you leaving in the night again? You're leaving in the night. And I just feel so, so guilty all the time. And then when I come back, I think, oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to be hopping and jumping around like, you know, a scene from like some sort of, you know, little priory on the hills or whatever it's called. Little house on the priory. (laughs) And it's just not, it's not that. So yeah, I guess you're right, George. I need to lower my expectations. No, then it's not your fault. Like there's nothing you can do about it because 
they all like everyone's kids have good days and bad do days. the same some things just you just don't enjoy i just don't i don't know i just sometimes don't enjoy spending the whole day with my kids like i just don't listen let's get into today's podcast because we thought it'd be really nice to do um a kind of get to know us we've picked up a few new followers recently a bit more of like a how are you guys so we've got loads of different questions some questions I love because they're really personal. <laughs> so we're, me and Georgia are going to ask those about our lives. Um, and then we've got some kind of uh, comments from you guys and questions um, that you wanted to ask us too. So, George, let's let's get into it. You kick us off. From Faye, she is asking our biggest career regret. Well, that's really interesting. Mm. I think I not, sort of know mine. Mine's not like a specific moment, but an attitude, I would say. I started working like quite young. So I... I was at university and then uh, at London College of Fashion and then it was, there was this whole thing where it's like, oh, scaremongering, no one's going to get jobs after they leave uni. I don't know if you remember that. An opportunity came up for me to start working in a really cool PR agency, but I was only 19 and um, I was like, do you know what? I'm going to do it because I can go back and finish like this degree anytime, but I'm not going to get this opportunity working with all these incredible brands. So like GHD, Evian, like all of these huge like consumer brands, but I don't think I had the maturity level sometimes you know when you look back and you're like oh my god like just even stuff I mean everyone used to get completely wasted at work parties and stuff that was not I don't regret things like that but I sometimes regret like having a bit too much of a carefree attitude sometimes when it came Mm -hmm. to work I just didn't have any cares I just used to think oh well whatever I don't know of course you were 19 George yeah yeah so I guess sometimes I think oh maybe I should have waited and started my career a bit later and then I might have had a bit more of like better mature been a bit more mature yeah well you you can you can do all that if you think you got into it too quickly it's never too late to you know take a step back at some at some point how about you Um, mine is really easy to pinpoint it was 2013 at the beginning of the year I was still doing take me out on ITV2 I had the opportunity to go to the states I went over I met some agents from CAA, they're like a massive agency over there. I got signed. It was all happening. I was going to go over there. I was like, this is my opportunity. I always wanted to go and live in LA. I was single at the time. And then very, very sadly, my dad died. In fact, it was just the anniversary of his death yesterday. And so obviously like world comes crashing down. I'd already applied for my visa da, 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 and, then that, and then that happened. And then I basically just never went so after I like packed my mum back up sorted out the house took her out to Kenya did another goodbye for him over there I was like I'm going to come back to England and I'm going to go and I just never went and I just remember writing the email to them being like thank you so much for the opportunity but I think I'm just going to stay put because of x y and z and I often like you know nearly 10 years ago now I often look back at that and think what would have happened had I gone and it's a tick in the box that I'll never do because it's kind of too you know I know you say in life oh it's never too late but it feels now at the grand old age of nearly 40 that probably that moment has passed for me so I guess I have to make peace with that on the other side of the coin I think had I gone I probably would never have met Doz that's what I was gonna say the kids I'd I'd be living with you know American surfer Bradley on the beach in Malibu you might be or you yeah. might have joined some strange cult and have 25 kids and share your husband with six other women brilliant george i think you're going to give us a really good answer to this question what is your most embarrassing parenting moment and that is from shauna right i've actually got two and they're both quite recent one i was this was only a, what six months ago something like that when i was potty training gg 
I was I, I went to the gym because my childcare had fallen through and I had a sort of like a proposal that I was doing for a client. And so it was all quite serious. I was like, do you know what? It's fine. They've got kids. I'll just say say to them, my daughter's like literally just in the soft play there. It's only going to be 15 minutes. I'll just get it done. So she's in the soft play. I'm sitting like doing my little talk and I look over and she comes walking towards me and I think, oh my gosh, she's wet herself. Oh God. Oh, how annoying. Anyway, she comes towards me and I'm like, oh gosh, guys, sorry, one second. My daughter's just coming towards me. And as I pick her up, I realize she hasn't wet herself. She's pooed herself and she had poo all down her legs and I had it all over my gym leggings, all over me. And I sort of like didn't know whether to stop the thing that was going on, like chuck her away. It was absolutely awful. And then I I didn't have any wipes with me. I don't know why. You know, you should always carry wipes. I didn't have any. No one had anything they could help me. Like So I literally just walked out there, like holding her up like this, walking through, everyone's eating their breakfast with poo. Like actually everywhere, like just everywhere. And I didn't think those moments actually happened in real life. And, and it did. And What did you do? I had to get in the car and go home. Like, with pooey, with like, pooey. No, no, no. Like I you... poo everywhere on oh, me. Jesus. Disgusting. And then the second one is the scooter incident where I told yeah. people that Axel's scooter had been stolen. And then they looked on the CCTV and realised it was actually me. I don't know if I've got, I mean, I've obviously done loads of really embarrassing shit, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, wow. You're just perfect then, aren't you? Do you know what? I actually love this. This isn't really a question. Shag, marry, avoid. David Beckham. Orlando Bloom and Robbie Williams. Oh, what a great question. That's from Priya. Priya, I love where your head's at. Okay, I'll go first. No offence, because I'm sure Orlando Bloom is a lovely, lovely person, but I'd have to avoid him because, you know, when he's on the paddleboard with Katy Perry and yeah. got his, he's got his tackle out and I'll just never be able to unsee it. And what was hilarious, I think he was wearing a hat and glasses. Why the hell did he not put his shorts on? I know. And I, I'm just, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be able to marry him or shag him because I'd be laughing throughout the whole thing. So that's, he's definitely off the list. Um, um, I would have to shag David Beckham because, you know, it's David Beckham. Yeah, I mean, And yeah. then I'd love to marry Robbie Williams. In fact, he was on Heart Breakfast the other day and he was talking to us naked in bed from the south of France and he just seems like he'd be an absolute riot to marry so I think you I think you'd be well suited actually he would totally I'd I'd marry David Beckham but then I'd feel really bad that I was breaking up a marriage so maybe I wouldn't I'd feel too bad I would shag Robbie Williams and avoid Orlando Bloom um I've got a, a bit of an exclusive we haven't secured him yet but when we chatted to Robbie um, I basically strong-armed him into coming on the podcast. We're doing everything that we can now to get Robbie we are. on. We won't tell him. With us. Oh, no, you said you'd marry him. I said, oh, that's fine. We'd, at least we didn't say we'd avoid no, it. No, it's fine. And he said we can do it all from bed naked. No, he didn't. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> um, oh, this is, I love this one. This is from Laura. My husband always drives me nuts when I'm pregnant. Is this a thing? What a great question. It is a great question. I think it's a thing. And also, it's just annoying that you're having to do it, especially if you're not enjoying pregnancy. Just annoying that they can't do it yeah and they also do that sometimes not all the time there is a lack of understanding which is quite frustrating there's a personal trainer on instagram called faisal he used to be a barrister. oh yeah and he, he apparently was like mocking his wife his wife's heavily pregnant at the moment trying to get off a sun lounger and then she made him tape a massive watermelon and another massive fruit to his stomach and try and get him to get off a sun lounger as well and it was hysterical he was like hats off i now know what it feels like so i think there's a, there is a bit of a lack of but how can they ever really 
Feel I it. know exactly. I think yeah, but it is definitely normal to answer your question. Yeah, pregnancy. totally normal. It's definitely you a thing. As cross as you like, Laura. This is from Charlotte, and she actually shares the same name as our producer. And so then it really scared me. When I saw this because I thought that was our producer telling us she's leaving. It's in first name and surname, by the first way. First name and surname. Yeah, leaving my full time job to go freelance for better work life balance. Tips for freelance. Well, you have come to the right place because you are talking yeah. to two serious freelancers. I've been. Um, I've never had a proper job really apart from the odd temping job that I had to do so I've been freelance pretty much since I was 20 years old so 20 years the biggest tip that I can give you about freelancing is learning how to let go of that incessant need for total control over what might happen and what might not happen you know when you're PAYE and you know you've got your money coming in every single month there is that safety net constantly there for you and yeah. even though there's there's definitely gripes you know pros and cons to that people like that security as a freelancer it's very much you know one month you might be a bit more flush than the other month and it's about rocking and rolling it another really good tip is you know saving the money because again I've always been like a squirrel like a squirreler I've always tucked away cash because the next month I don't know what I'm going to earn um so yeah I think letting go saving where you can and I'm like really enjoying that freedom of not being tied to a full-time job there is something so liberating in that I've only really just started freelancing in the last year um and coming from like quite a structured like job and a structured work day I found that to be something I try to have. So I try and have a little bit of structure. I find if I stay at home all day, like just on my laptop, I go insane. Yep. So I try to go out the door straight away, whether I go to the gym or the coffee shop or somewhere, I try and have like a couple of more, a couple of hours somewhere else where I'm like watching people and hearing people and stuff like that. And then I come home and I, I think it's easy to get distracted. Um, yes. But yeah, everything else Zoe said about sort of letting go and getting your head around the fact that some months are different to others and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, good luck. So exciting. Yeah, exciting. We'll be right back after this short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? So Claire wants to know, uh, Zoe Georgia, I've always wanted to know how you met your husbands. God, mine's like a really long-winded story. We were really young when we met. I, I was in the gym and I was with a friend. I was 17 and um, wow. James, James saw me, tried to get my phone number the boy that I was with gave him my friend's phone number. Anyway, he's supposed to go on a date with my friend, realized it wasn't me, told her like 
sorry, no, it was your friend that I wanted to go out with. She's my, still my best friend. <laughs> and then obviously I didn't like him then because I thought, oh God, what an asshole. In the end, he managed to get my phone number from somebody. I felt like, God, he's gone to a lot of effort for this. I'll go out with him. And that's how you're from met. the same area. No. James James was living in South London because of football. And we went on our first date in Yates in Bromley. And I got kicked out for having fake ID. And then we... What, how did they know it was fake? You, because they, someone grasped me up. How bad is that? Someone grasped me up. They said, oh, no, that's not her name. I can't... I think they said my name... I don't know. I think I had Dulcie or something on my fake ID. And that's obviously not my name. And we got the bus home together. And like actually, a bus date. And, and he didn't even take me out like back. He got off at his stop and left me on the bus. So there we go. That's how we met. We, we met at the Playboy Club in London. I was dating kind Adam, who was very tall, very, very handsome, but we, we weren't in a great place. Um, we went to a book launch. Our friends had written a sex book and Adam was in one of the chapters. I don't, don't even go there. <laughs> and so we went along to be like, hey, you've written a book. And then across the dance floor, I saw James Haskell and behind who I was friends with and behind him was Dozer. And I was like, that shit. It was like chemistry from across the room. Bang. And then before I knew it, they were both walking over to me and I was thinking, oh God, oh God, oh God, this is not going to go down well with Adam. And then came over and Haskell was like, Hobman, you all right? And then Dozzle was like, well, me and you, how's it going? And then we had this lovely chat where he he was being a bit of a, a bit of an idiot because he'd only him and Laura had broken up his ex, and he was sleeping on Hask's sofa. And I think it'd been a couple of months, and he was saying, trying to be funny, but going like, "I'm just really sick of all these these models, like these tens that I've been dating." And I was laughing because I thought, like, you're obviously joking, but ha ha, very funny. And I was like, yeah, it must be really tedious. I said, what what you want is a filthy nine, and he said. What's a, what's a filthy nine? I said, me. I said, on a good day, a filthy nine and a half. And then we had this moment between the two of us. So it was kind of a bit like electric. And then Adam was like dragging me away from him. And then in the cab home, he was like, who's that Robbie Blair that was staring at you? And I was like, I don't know what you mean. I've got no idea. And then we had a massive argument when we got home. In the bathroom, there was a little ping on my Twitter and it was Paul Ron Jones's attitude. So I added him. There was a nice message that came in, just like, good luck with everything, with your relationship. And then... um. Six months later, when Adam and I broke up, that's when we got back in touch with one another. Oh so, my gosh. How random is that? That is random. So you met the love of your life in a Playboy club. Next one. I think I've just hit perimenopause. Worried about my mood effect on the kids. That's a big, big moment in your life if you think that you have. And I guess there's no easy way to navigate that, apart from the fact that I would absolutely go and find out what your estrogen levels are doing and we always say this like go get go get the knowledge go speak to your gp i know it's really hard to get a, an appointment at the moment but they will if you go in there and say these are my symptoms it's been going on for x y and z this is what's happened to my periods then they will do the series of blood tests on you you just have to force the issue but and, and then if you you know if you get the results back and they say you're in perimenopause and they say your estrogen levels aren't right you could obviously if you can take hrt i would highly recommend it um obviously lots of people can't um that's it's your decision but obviously petering out your hormones is is key to, to yeah. match moods and also just let everybody know what you're going through I think that's really yeah. important like just like sort of let friends relatives like your husband yeah. like everyone know so they understand um, and then sometimes that can help you because you feel like you haven't got to then explain yourself after you know they know they know what's happening yeah it can be really scary and really isolating as well so Georgia is right talk to as many people as you can open up that conversation and actually you'll yeah. find if you do talk to people about it you'll be amazed about how many people 
people will come back to you and say, oh my gosh, I feel like I am as well. Or, you know, come talk to me about it. it. Yeah, exactly. This is from Gigi, tired, so, so tired. I love that. So many here about going back to work. So maybe we need to do like a going back to work episode. But this Emma has said, torn between one year mat leave or going back to work earlier due to cost of living. Oh gosh, I mean, it's such a personal choice that. Yeah, it's it, very hard for us to give you advice on that, Emma, because we don't know what your financial situation is. If you're being, if you have to go back to work early because of the, you know, the cost of living crisis, then you, you know, you have to go back to work. It's one of those ones. If you can take a year off and it's something that you really want to do, then crack on with it. But it's all about how you feel. Don't yeah. be forced into anything. And also in like practical terms as well, speak to your employer because you can sometimes add on to like your get a bit more pay during your maternity leave by yeah. getting like your holidays paid up up front and things like that so that you can extend your mat leave by a little bit, but you're still getting your salary. Um, yeah. So just have a look at that. But thing is, not everybody gets to take a year off. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but sometimes it's, you just have to do what you have to do what you have to do let's just do biggest parenting lesson from the last six years and that is from beth and baby joe who's baby joe's on the boob i love that Uh, um oh gosh axel's actually six tomorrow when this episode goes out i feel like it's just i so hard not to be like to say something really cliche but that all those cliches are so true like everything being a phase you know you stop like you can't control the uncontrollable with with children do you know what I'm trying to do and it's probably taken me six years to get to this is trying to find the joy in little moments and trying to like really stay present with them because I think you when your children sort of are starting to turn six it feels like they've gone from being like little kids and then suddenly you know Mm -hmm. actually it's going to be in year two at school and then next year's next year he'll be in the juniors at, at school so I'm I don't know I just feel like it's a big shift and I'm just trying to like t- just take like grab hold of the moments and just try and enjoy them um oh George that's made me feel really yeah emotional. but I do I I it, it, it's it, yeah. six times this 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 time six years ago you know we were still sort we were like waddling around Montpellier I had my hair in rollers on a on a ball thinking yeah. that having a blow dryer was going to help me with labour. Well, you know, you look fucking fabulous. How things have changed. My my biggest parenting lesson is how incredible it has made me feel in the world. I finally feel like I found my place with my kids. They are absolutely everything to me. Like I know, obviously, you know, every parent would say the same, but it has taught me how to love on a level that I never thought was possible. That feeling of like, deep connection to to you know these two little humans and I've really found comfort and joy in being a mother and it if I if I never achieve another thing ever again these two kids you know and Isla but in a different way are like my total legacy like I don't need to achieve anything else because I have them the best thing the best thing that has ever happened to me yeah. Oh my god, that's lovely. I think yeah, we have to end there because yeah, we do. that's just a lovely note to finish off. So yeah, we'll finish up. But thank you for sending in your questions. Um, I feel like we Love that. we we yeah we've really enjoyed it. We are going to do products, just things that we're absolutely loving or that we've been using this week because always really handy to hear products yeah. that are actually working. George, you're going to kick us off. off. Oh my god, Dash! I love these drinks. They are, it's literally just sparkling water in a can Perfect. and it's infused with like these, this one's cucumber that I'm showing Zoe now. Um, they don't have like calories in them and they're used 
they're infused with like wonky fruit and veg so fruit and veg that would have otherwise been thrown away I love them so I um I just went on the website and ordered them in bulk I've got like raspberry and lemon and oh they are amazing so dash love that I am going to talk about a product that I have been using absolutely non-stop since I rediscovered it um, from Bobbi Brown one of our favourite makeup brands it's a lip and cheek kind of tint that I've been using obviously on these bad boys <laughs> and on my lips as well which has been great because in the mornings I've been chaotically trying to get ready for work and I just really have enjoyed using a multi-purpose product so yeah been brilliant love that I love that another foodie type of thing but we um, recently were approached by all plants so they're like a vegan um, food delivery service so they, they send you frozen food and I have to be honest it's not something that I necessarily would have chosen myself um, but I'm really glad that I have. Um, we had a delivery of like loads of different frozen meals. They don't have any like nasties in them. Um, they're in the freezer. And actually, because we've been on our own this week, um, me and James have just been like having one. Like, I've had one for lunch. I had um, like a vegetable lasagna, which was gorgeous. And they're actually just really great to have. They're the really interesting meals. Yeah, all plants. I, I really rate them. Brilliant. Love that. And my final product, and I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, is um, actually a lube. And it's called Yes Lube. And you can get oh, it yeah. from um, Amazon. I've just done another batch ordering because it's so good. They do an oil-based one and a water-based one. I much prefer the water-based one. Um, but... Um, I just feel like not enough people use it and a lot we get a lot of people kind of talking to us about you know that that kind of issue and I'm like just get the lube out it just makes the whole thing so much more enjoyable so we'll definitely link it but yeah that's a great one it's got no nasties in it either love it that is it for the podcast today thank you so much for sending in all your questions if we didn't manage to get to you please keep sending them in because we will try our hardest for next time um, and as always if we could get you to rate, review, subscribe and follow the podcast then you will never miss an episode yeah and please do send us your messages we're on Instagram at made by mummers any suggestions for guests you'd like to hear from topics you'd like us to cover in these friday q a's and we'll be back on tuesday made by mummers is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely charlotte mason insanity group Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.